Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to the Believe in Iowa State podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hessing, and joined with me today is a Cyclone commit, defensive lineman, Anthony Cunningham. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing good. I'm doing good so far. That's great to hear. So I guess we can start from the beginning. How'd you get into football? I got into football. Well, it's a crazy story. So from where I'm from, it's like, I wouldn't say a dangerous place, but it's like not the best place to live. So it's like me and a group of friends one day decided to go over to the Jackie John and Kersey Center. Uh, it's in East St. Louis, Illinois. And we was over there. It was a group of us. And then one of the football coaches seen us was like, y'all want to try out? And we hopped the fence and went over there and we started practicing with them. <laughs> so throughout that whole practice, the group that I came with kept getting smaller and smaller because they didn't want to listen. Mm. Everybody left. Everybody hopped the fence. They was asking me, they was like, Anthony, come on. You coming? And I didn't go. I stayed. Mm. So out of like a group of 15 of us, I was the only one that stayed through the whole practice. And from there, I played football. How old were you when you did that? I was in the second grade. I was really Second young. grade? I think it was, yeah, 10, second, third. No, I was in third grade. I was okay. like 10 or 11. Sure, sure. And, and what team were you practicing with? Uh, The Junior Flyers. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought I thought you were out there with the high school team. Oh no. No. I was like, that would be team. you'd be Sorry. out there practicing when I was in high school. And they yeah. were they were something else when I was in high school. So, yeah, it was a little league team. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. So how did you decide to pick defensive line? Because normally most guys either pick quarterback or try to be quarterback or running back wide receiver. How did you get into the defensive line? So, you want to know something crazy? Sure. When I first started my second grade year, I was a quarterback. My third grade year, I meant. Okay. I was a quarterback. I started off at quarterback. I was the backup quarterback for a while. Uh, and then I played fullback, running back, uh, linebacker, and then I got DN. So mm-hmm. going towards my uh my 14U, it's like 14U is still classified as little league where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got my first taste of uh D lineman. Now I wasn't starting, but I was getting a lot of playing time and a lot of reps. And going into my eighth grade, well, no, I played up that year. And then I went into my eighth grade year and one of my coaches was trying to make me play O-line. I was like, I'm a D-line. And to be honest, I didn't really play full D-line until I was in ninth grade. Okay. I came to the camp. I knew I always wanted to be a DN because as as a saying that I have, I don't like protecting the quarterback. I like him. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. Uh so, with that being said, I still have to protect the quarterback now because I play both sure. sides. 
Sure. But yeah, that's that's my saying. So in the ninth grade, I was just all in D line, tight end, and then towards my tenth and eleventh grade year, I went to a couple camps. Mm-hmm. I killed it at D line, and then I started getting noticed. My junior year, I went to Lindenwood Mega Camp up in St. Louis, Missouri. Yep, yep. Uh, and I showed out. I left there with like three. I think I left there with three offers. My first three offers, and then not too like a week or two after that, Coach Broomfield from Iowa State called me. Mm-hmm. So that's how that started. <laughs> so so when did you did you have an epiphany moment or or a moment where you're kind of like stood back and went you know I'm pretty good at football I may be able to play in college was there a moment like that or did it all just kind of come at you fast so to be honest it really came at me fast I never like to this day I feel like I still got a lot more to work on to compete mm. level that I want to compete at so when I uh as more and more reps that I kept getting against good old linemen and I kept beating them, I was just like, okay, then I'm just getting there. I kept getting noticed. And then it just, boom, it hit me. It was just like, Hey, you're a three-star now. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, that's cool. But to this day, I still think that it's a lot. It's a lot that I have to continue to work on. Mm-hmm. What do you think what what would some of those aspects be that you think you have to work on? Uh I would most likely say a lot of my uh I won't say footwork. I have very exceptional footwork for alignment, but I would most like coming out of my stance a little better, uh mm-hmm. moving my hips, twisting them a little better, uh a little bit of my explosiveness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you got a couple years. <laughs> so, yeah, so taking taking you back to when you uh, got the offer from uh, Dion, Coach Dion Broomfield, what was that like? Was did he did he give you a phone call? Were you at school? Uh, how that happened? So I was actually uh, it was hot. It was like ninety some degrees, and. Uh, at my house, we got like a little pool in the back. So I was actually in the pool that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, my coach Harrison called me and he said I was going to get a call from uh, Coach Broomfield because my coach Harrison was is close with Coach Broomfield. And I got a call from him and he was just like, man, I'm excited uh, to offer you. And I was excited and blessed. I couldn't thank him enough. I kept telling them I'm excited. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. Like, I was excited, man. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's it just took the words right away from me. And it's still due to this day when I visit. It's just like I'm blessed that I get to be a part of a culture with yeah. Coach Campbell. So, so did you know Coach Broomfield before, or was this the, your first time talking to him? So that was my first time talking to him. Okay. And and um, you said that it was really hot outside, but you committed in March. So this would probably have been last summer. Uh, yes, I believe. Okay. So. so 
a question I have is in between in between that time from when you got the offer to uh, when you decided to commit to Iowa State. Kind of take me through that process of your recruitment. Like, had other colleges talk to you? Oh uh, yeah. Was it, what was your experience like with Iowa State? All that kind of stuff. So I had a lot of interest. And I'm pretty sure all those colleges just wanted to see what I was going to do this season. Mm-hmm. But what took what took me to Iowa State was that they wasn't caring as much as, oh, what is he going to do? It's what can we make him into kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And they believed in me from the jump. And they they always stood at the end of, your, of their bargain. So, like, It'll be like you'll be in there, you'll be with a bunch of coaches. Hey, we're going to continue to communicate with you, see how you're doing. And at that time, I had about four offers. And they, Iowa State was the only school that kept in communication after they offered me. Mm-hmm. And there was always coaches, like coaches from Michigan or uh, – Univer- uh, I think it's the University of Illinois Redbird. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was always coaches that would reach out, see how I'm doing, send me mail, send me letters and stuff like that. But I love the like the the effort that Iowa State showed me throughout that time. Mm-hmm. So that's really how it was for me. And then it got to a point where I was like, I really don't want to go nowhere else but to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. So. so when did you meet Coach Rashid? I didn't meet Coach Rashid until I took my first – no, 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 no. Yep, yep. I took my first game visit. Okay. I took a visit where we got to go in the locker room and meet our position coaches. Sure. And from, from the moment I shook Coach Rasheed's hands, it was just like I never forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Coach Rasheed. Yeah. What what game did you come to? It was the one where we beat Texas. Like we beat beat Texas. <laughs> we beat beat Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well that, that was a great game to come to. Yeah, that was a fun yeah. one. So, so. You committed back in March. Um, I, t- I had Jason Hammond on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and he said that you guys formed a, a really close bond on that that visit the weekend before you guys committed. And then you kind of committed back to back. Yeah. So this was the original plan. I was trying to get everything in motion for myself. So while we were at the Iowa State, while we bonded that weekend, me and Jason, Jason came up to me. He was like, man, what's going on? You trying to move. And I was like, I'm already going to make the move. It's just a matter of when I'm going to make the move. So after after that, we uh, stayed in touch. And we were supposed to commit on the same day. But he still come in the day before me because I didn't have everything together. I wanted to talk over with my family and sure. stuff like that. So he committed the day before me, and then I committed the day after him. So we were supposed to commit on the same day, but that's just how it went. 
So well, you, you gotta have your own day. Yeah. So we did uh create a bond, man. And I'm telling you, like me and him on the same field at the same time, especially if we get Blake purchased, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Oh man. Well, hopefully we'll be talking about that in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. You guys and Sam. Oh yeah, you guys will yeah. you guys will be something special. But um yeah, so you mentioned that you wanted to talk stuff over with your family. And most people listening to this podcast, we don't really we don't really know what that's like. We don't really know what being wanted by colleges and all that. We don't know what that's like. What what kind of stuff do you actually talk about? With uh with your family or with yeah. the college? With your family about what college you're going to choose to play for? So with my family, my family, so me, I live with my aunt and my cousins. So they want what's best for me. So when I announced it to my cousin, my cousin had also came on a visit with me. So when I announced it to my cousin, it was just like, he he got the experience firsthand what I experienced while I was down there. So he was on all board. It was really getting it through my auntie. It was just explaining to her how how it felt, how how it feels when a college is showing effort towards you mm-hmm. and they actually want you instead of just talking a talk. They are actually putting in the effort to get you. So talking it over they was like are you sure this is what you want at the end of the day it's your life and it's your decision and we're going to support you no matter where you go but they really just wanted what's best for me and they wanted me to make sure that I was choosing this decision because of what I wanted and not because of any type of pressure or yeah just any type of pressure for real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's awesome so we had, we just t- talked a little bit about the past. Let's talk. Let's talk about some present and future things. Mm-hmm. What do you plan on studying when you come and come to Iowa State? Uh, right now I am undecided. Okay. So I don't really know yet, but I will know by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a lean or like do you want to do something with math, science? Uh, I've been business. leaning towards. A little bit towards uh, communication studies. Okay. Okay. Uh, awesome. But I have to learn more about it uh, sure. before I, like, permanent put my finger on that dot. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest decisions of your life. <laughs> so, yeah. Is so, deciding what you want to study. So, yeah. Yeah. So, apart, apart from the kind of the education stuff, um, what do you want to achieve? while you're at Iowa State on the football field? What do you want to achieve in the program? Along with my teammates, man, I want that title. Man, I want that title too, Anthony. <laughs> so, for real, I oh, want, yeah. if we get to a bowl game, I want to win the bowl game. I want the title. I want everything because I feel like we're leaning towards that way. Even mm-hmm. with – I heard something about a new conference change. Like, it's supposed to be a couple teams that are supposed to be coming over to the uh, Big 12. Right. So, uh, even with that change, I still – I want blood. I want it all. Mm -hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like we are putting together a class that can really do it all in every aspect. And I feel like with the training and the proper coaching, which Coach Campbell has shown that he can coach, Coach Rashid has shown that he can coach, I feel like we are going to take Iowa State to a max level. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm excited. That's yeah. the goal. That's an awesome goal. So I got to ask you, if you get drafted by an NFL team, what team do you want to get drafted by? Whatever team wants me. <laughs> I asked that, Jason, and he said the Miami Dolphins. So I had to ask you. <laughs> so the truth is, whatever team wants me, it don't even matter how much they really, really plan me. Because no. whatever <laughs> team wants you, they're going to pay you. But it's just a blessing to go to any NFL team and get played, get paid to play national, like, football. Mm-hmm. So, to that being said, whatever team thinks that I'm worth drafting, mm-hmm. it's whatever team I'm going to be happy to play for. Mm-hmm. So, I got, I got one more question for you. Um, what uh, – are you, are you coming to a game this year? Uh, hopefully I want to get a couple games. Sure. Hopefully. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. And then now I I have one more question for you and it's actually a question you're going to ask me. What question do you want to, would you want to ask an Iowa state fan? And I can try to answer it for you. How is the atmosphere? Like on, on those game days, I've been down, down there like before, but I never been around like from place to place on the mm-hmm. game day again or game day week. Mm-hmm. Is it just like crazy? Is it like posters everywhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of right, right now I kind of go tailgating. I used to not really go tailgating at all because it kind of really wasn't my, my scene for a little bit, but now I'm much more into tailgating. Um, I have a pretty close close-knit group that I go tailgate with they have their own tent so there's probably so the stadium sits about 60,000 people mm-hmm. there's probably about 120,000 people that actually go to to the tailgate so 60,000 people are just outside tailgating the whole time and watching the game on a tv so that, wow. that can kind of show you like how crazy the atmosphere is. It's going to be a little different this year because they're adding a parking lot with that bridge. Right. That, that parking lot used to not be over there. That used to be a big grass field that nobody went in because um, there was no parking over there. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be different, a little different. But there's people. So if. If you drive up, and I'm guessing that you probably went to Jack Trice, and you, I mean, you've been to a game yep. before. It's people as far as the eye can see. They're they're filling up every single parking lot. It's it's a crazy environment. Everybody's tailgating. Everybody's there from the crack of dawn, enjoying themselves. It's kind of the, it's one of the big events. The 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 six or seven games that we have are kind of one of the big events that are in the state apart from the state fair and maybe some games over on the east side of the state it's kind of one of the big events that goes on 
in the state of Iowa, especially, especially in central Iowa every year. So okay. it's kind of one of those can't miss events. Um, everybody's hanging out and kind of and going to the game. And then obviously at the game, you've kind of got a taste of the environment there. I would probably say that the Texas environment was a the game itself. It would, I probably would say it was a little bit more chill than it usually is. The first half, it was we were kind of in a little bit of a lull. And then the second half, we kind of broke loose and we could tell that the game was over by the end of the third quarter. If you go back and you watch the the game from last year, the Oklahoma State game, you can see that the camera actually shakes. The cameras that are bolted down into the ground, they actually shake because of how loud everybody is. So that yeah. I would say that of the stadiums I've been to, and I've been to a ton of Big Twelve, or ton, yeah, a ton of Big Twelve uh, stadiums and a ton of Big Ten stadiums. I haven't been to really any SEC stadiums um, apart from Mizzou, but I would say that it's probably one of the best environments that that in probably Penn State are the two best environments I've ever been to for a college football experience. So in in Jack Trice is 40,000 people less than than Penn State. It's it's one of the best environments that you could possibly go to. And you definitely it definitely feels like you have another couple players on the field when you're playing in that stadium because everybody's just going crazy. So that's yeah, it, amazing. It's I my I I should probably say that my my brother and sister they both went to Indiana. I've had cousins that go to Illinois that went to Illinois and Champaign and then mm-hmm. a couple other a couple other Big 10 schools. And the tailgating at those environments uh Purdue like it, it they were it didn't really feel like anything special. So I didn't know what to expect when I came to Iowa State because I'd never gone to a football game until I was actually in college. And it's night and day. It is totally night and day. Indiana's tailgating is terrible. Uh, <laughs> Illinois' tailgating is not very great. The, the atmosphere there is not really that great. Iowa State is total 180 from, from those from those programs. So I'm proud of it. It really engages the fans a lot and it gets me excited for football season. I can't wait for it to roll around. Yeah. Me also. Mm -hmm. So do you have any other questions? Uh, not that I can think of. Sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anthony, for coming on. This was a blast. We had a really great time getting to know you and we'll talk soon. Yes, thank sir. You. Thank, you. thank you for having me on. It was great yep. to meet you. Yep. See you later and go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. And thank you so much, Anthony, for coming on. It was a great pleasure having you on, getting to know you. I can't wait for you to come to Iowa State. Man, we got a great man coming to Iowa State. Great player and great man coming to Iowa State. Can't wait. Can't wait. Anthony Cummingham is a defensive line, six foot four, defensive lineman, six foot four, 300 pounds from Belleville East High School in Belleville, Illinois, very close to East St. Louis. He has, he has offers from Iowa State, Arkansas State, and SEMO. I think he's a very underrated player. I think he's a very underrated player. And he, he mentioned that in the, in the interview that a lot of coaches were talking to him kind of see him out, see how he does his senior year. 
I think that Iowa State did a very smart move here, pulling the trigger, getting in early, letting him know their interest, and really seeing what they can do with this player. Anthony's one of those guys that he's perfect for Iowa State. He's perfect for Iowa State. Because when, when he said that he has some things to work on, I, I will be honest, I, I tend to see some of those things too in his game. That's not a knock on him. Everybody, everybody has to, you know, everybody has some things to get better at. But when you watch his tape, I get, he's a lot, he reminds me a lot of any Wazirike. Where he's not gonna he's not gonna flash crazy speed like Will McDonald does. He's not going to, you know. He he's not going to do the super athletic things, and that's fine. He's a defensive tackle, uh, interior defensive lineman, and I think he has a really really solid future ahead of him because he's going to do all the little things right. When I watch his huddle tape, when I watch his highlight tape, I can see that he's very he he's good at chopping his feet. He's good at getting to the quarterback. He's good at rushing the quarterback. He's good at moving men. He's very good at doing that. He's very good with his football knowledge and his football traits and football skills to make the right play on defense. And that's what we need. That's what we need. I, I'm very excited for this. I, I see this in Anthony and I see this in a couple of the other guys that we're getting in this class where... They're not going to make the mistakes. And to me, as an Iowa State fan, that is the most important thing for me. That is the most important thing for me. Is this guy going to be capable of competing in the Big 12 and he's not going to make the bonehead plays? Anthony makes the right plays. He, showed, he, 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 has, the, he has the ability to make it to the NFL. And he will make the NFL because he's a very, very sure-handed player. Where he will get pressure on the quarterback. He will move the pile. He has, he, he has very good leverage. Chops his feet well. This is a lot of defensive lineman talk. It's a lot of defensive lineman talk. Where when you're watching safeties and you're watching cornerbacks, you're watching wide receivers and all that, you want to see the big plays. When you're watching quarterbacks, running backs, you want to see the big plays. The big plays for an interior defensive lineman is to be very, very sure-handed. Same thing with offensive linemen. You kind of need a whole game sample size. You know, whole game sample size to see, are they getting continuous pressure on the quarterback? Are they doing their job every single play? Because their job is to go one-on-one, or maybe one-on-two, but one-on-one against the opposing player and to beat that guy every single play. And it's very difficult to do that. Anthony Cunningham is one of those guys. I'm very excited. He's a great great man. We have a great man coming to the, the university, a great steward of the game. Really, really solid addition to this class. I can't wait. He's going to be a guy that you love to have in the locker room. He's going to be a great friend, a great teammate, great player, hardworking. I'm very excited to hear about his future.
man, him and Jason make up a great combo. We are getting two really, really good players with them too. I'm very excited to get Anthony on campus. He's a great addition to our locker room. He's a great addition to our team. He's a great addition to Iowa State University. And that's, that's really what I care about. I care about it a lot. I love this university. And knowing that we're bringing in great guys is special. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you guys listening. If you want to join the Discord, please, please send me a DM. I've had a couple people send me that they want to come into the Discord. Do not be shy. We talk about football every day, especially now since camp's starting tomorrow. We're going to talk about football all day, every day. I'm excited. Anyway, guys, take care, peace, and go Cyclones. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.